This is your host Danny and this is a new episode from English Plus Podcast. Today is about vocabulary builder so we will learn 10 new words in context. And our context for today is typhoon. This disastrous and frightening thing. We will talk about one incident that happened in the past and we will talk about typhoons in general. And of course, we will learn 10 new words. Let me tell you about these 10 words so you will have a better idea what to expect to learn from this episode, especially it is vocabulary builder, right? We're going to learn the words specific, conspiracy, intervene, abnormal, kindred, sustain, generate, spawn, minimal, and catastrophic. All in the context of typhoon, don't forget about that. Now, before we start, let me tell you that if you want to take your English vocabulary to the next level, you can check the description of the episode. I have created two book series that will take your English vocabulary to the next level. One is called Crossword Puzzle Vocabulary Building. The other is Word Search Games and Activities. And as you can see, yes, we have a lot of activities, but they are designed in a way that will take your English vocabulary step by step to the next level. Each book in the series has more than 1,000 new words to learn. So, there are a lot of words to learn. If you want to take your English to the next level, check them out. The links are in the description. And you don't have to buy them right away. You can take the link, go to my website, englishpluspodcast.com, and see a sample for yourself before you decide to buy them on Amazon. And of course, there's one more important thing. Now, since English Plus Podcast is free for all and it is going to continue to be a free podcast, you're more than welcome to enjoy listening and learning from this podcast. But if you would like to contribute, if you would like to support me and support this podcast, keep it going. There are also links in the description that will take you to my Patreon page or my other donate page as well. And now, with that being said, let's not waste any more time and let's start talking about Typhoon. The year was 1281. A giant naval force of 4,400 ships, commanded by the Mongol Emperor Kublai Khan, grandson of Genghis Khan, had quietly set sail from China and Korea. Their destination? Japan. The 4,400 commanders of these ships had no doubt about the purpose of this voyage. Each had been given very specific orders. They were to attack and conquer Japan. Each commander had a part to play in this grand conspiracy. Even so, this huge gathering of military strength and careful planning was doomed, not by the Japanese, but by nature, which chose to intervene. Strong winds and storms were not uncommon in these seas, especially in August. But on this particular August day, a storm struck with wind so abnormally strong that nearly all the Mongol ships were sunk. Over 100,000 lives were lost and the Japanese were saved from foreign conquerors. Such a powerful and fortunate occurrence was deemed by the Japanese to be the result of divine will. In gratitude, they named the typhoon Kamikaze. And that comes from kami, which means divine, and kaze, which means wind. Few typhoons are considered to be fortunate events. Most cause great damage and destruction as they build in strength over the ocean before moving across land. What exactly is a typhoon? Typhoons and their kindred storms, called hurricanes when they occur in the Atlantic Ocean, are the most powerful storms on Earth. 
It is common for hurricanes to sustain winds of over 100 miles per hour for days. In 1992, Hurricane Andrew had winds that reached 200 miles per hour. Typhoons and hurricanes are regularly generated at certain times of the year by the warm waters of the ocean. These storms begin when evaporated seawater is drawn into the clouds and begins dropping as rain. Energy in the form of heat is released by this rain, which in turn provokes strong winds. The rotation of the Earth causes the wind to travel in a large circular pattern. The warm, moist air travels towards the center or eye of the storm where the air pressure is low. Because the air is warm, it rises, creating updrafts so fierce that they can tear the roof of a house, snap trees, and lift boats and automobiles. As if this were not enough, such strong storms often spawn tornadoes and torrential rains. Hurricanes are classified by the Saffir-Simpson scale. On this scale, a storm rated 1.0 is considered minimal, while a storm that is rated 5.0 could be catastrophic. Before Hurricane Andrew, only three storms had been rated as level 5.0. On Labor Day 1935, a hurricane hit the Florida Keys and caused great damage. Hurricane Camille in 1969 was another level 5 hurricane, as was Hurricane Allen in 1980. But in one way, Hurricane Andrew should probably be placed in a category by itself, causing $30 billion in damage. It was more destructive than the other three storms combined. So, that was our story about typhoons. I hope you learned something about typhoons that you didn't know about before. Some history about typhoons, some scientific facts about typhoons, and how we can rate typhoons. But more importantly, we're going to talk about the words, the 10 words we're going to learn from today's context. Let me remind you again, these words are specific, conspiracy, intervene, abnormal, kindred, sustain, generate, spawn, minimal, and catastrophic. That's what we're going to do next. Don't go away. So let me start with the very first word for today's episode, and that is specific. S-P-E-C-I-F-I-C. Specific. Let's take a look at how we use that in context. We said each had been given very specific orders. And here we're talking about Kublai Khan's commanders. Each had been given very specific orders. They were to attack and conquer Japan. What does that mean? What do we mean by the word specific? We use words specific to refer to a particular fixed area, problem, subject, etc. But we're talking about something particular, something specific, special, distinguishing. It's not just anything. No, it is a specific thing, a particular thing. That's the word specific. And for the next word, we have conspiracy. C-O-N-S-P-I-R-A-C-Y. Conspiracy. What does that mean? But first, let's take a look at how we use it in context. We said each commander had a part to play in this grand conspiracy. Now, when we talk about a conspiracy, what do we mean? A conspiracy is an agreement between a group of people which other people think is wrong or is likely to be harmful. And it is usually secretive. 
a plot, a scheme nobody knows about, and it is usually harmful. That's why we call it a conspiracy. Otherwise, we would just call it a plan. If you're just talking about something that is not harmful, that is not that discreet or secretive, we can just call it a plan. But this one was not just a plan. It was a conspiracy. That is the difference. All right? So that is our word. The next word is intervene. I-N-T-E-R-V-E-N-E. Intervene. How did we use this word in context? We said, even so, this huge gathering of military strength and careful planning was doomed, not by the Japanese, but by nature. We chose to intervene. Now, who chose to intervene? Nature. It was not the Japanese. It was not a mistake in the plan or in the conspiracy, if you want to call it that, but it was nature which chose to intervene. What does that mean? If you intervene in a situation, you become involved in it and try to change it. Well, actually, nature did that. We might agree with the common Japanese belief, especially back then, that nature saved them and the gods, the divine, saved them. It was some kind of divine intervention, or maybe it was just a bad coincidence for Kublai Khan and his armada. But anyway, the word is intervene. If you intervene in a situation, you become involved in it and you try to change it. It's not just you are involved. You try to change this thing. That is when you intervene. And we usually intervene in problems. Sometimes it is the right thing to do. Sometimes the right thing to do is not to intervene. But anyway, what's important here is the meaning of the word. Now for the next word, abnormal. A-B-N-O-R-M-A-L, abnormal. How did we use that word in context? Let's see. We said, but on this particular August day, a storm struck with wind so abnormally strong that nearly all the Mongol ships were sunk. Over 100,000 lives were lost and the Japanese were saved from foreign conquerors. Now, here we're talking about abnormally strong winds. What does that mean? When we say something that is normal, you know what is normal, right? But that is just the opposite. It's abnormal. Something or someone that is abnormal is unusual, especially in a way that is worrying. It is a problem. That is why it was abnormal. The winds were abnormally strong. Well, obviously, it was a big problem because it sunk almost all the Mongol ships and it killed 100,000 men. So obviously, it was a big problem. Well, not for the Japanese back then. It was a big problem for Kublai Khan's armada. But anyway, that is the meaning of the word abnormal. And then we continued talking about typhoons, and we started talking about what typhoons are. And we reached the word kindred, K-I-N-D-R-E-D. Now, how do we use that in context? We said typhoons and their kindred storms, called hurricanes, when they occur in the Atlantic Ocean, are the most powerful storms on Earth. So, we know something that when storms like typhoons occur in the Atlantic Ocean, we call them hurricanes. But are they so different from typhoons? Not really. They're kind of the same. They're just called hurricanes in the Atlantic Ocean. In the Pacific, we call them typhoons. But they're kind of the same. Kindred. So here, the word kindred storms. What does that mean? It simply means similar. Kindred things are similar to each other. They're similar. They're alike. They're related. Now, of course, we talk about people, we're talking about people from the same family. But when we talk about things, because here we were talking about typhoons and hurricanes, we mean things that are similar to each other. 
And now for the next word, sustain. S-U-S-T-A-I-N. Sustain. How do we use that in context? We said it is common for hurricanes to sustain winds of over 100 miles per hour for days, which is extraordinary and frightening at the same time and can be catastrophic, which we will get to in a second. But let's focus on the word sustain. So the hurricanes can sustain winds of over 100 miles per hour for days. What does that mean? If you sustain something, you continue it or maintain it for a period of time. That is exactly the power of hurricanes. They can sustain, they can maintain these winds of over 100 miles per hour for days. And that's one of the reasons why they are so powerful and so catastrophic. So that was the word sustain. Let's move on to talk about the next two words that are kind of similar to each other. The first word is generate. The second word is spawn. Let's start with generate. G-E-N-E-R-A-T-E. We said typhoons and hurricanes are regularly generated at certain times of the year by the warm waters of the ocean. So here we're talking about generate. What does that mean? To generate something means to cause it to begin and develop. So that is the meaning of generate, like create or make or form. They are formed not all year round, but usually certain times of the year by the warm waters of the ocean. So we have some conditions, and when these conditions are present, these typhoons and hurricanes are regularly generated. Not necessarily, but regularly generated. And that's why they call it the hurricane season or the typhoon season. So that is the word generate. And there's the second word that I told you about that has a similar meaning to generate, and that is spawn. S-P-A-W-N. Let's see how we use that word in context. We said, as if this were not enough, such strong storms often spawn tornadoes and torrential rains. Well, we talked about tornadoes a while ago and torrential rains. We're talking about very heavy rain. And obviously these two are catastrophic. We'll, we'll get to the word catastrophic in a second. Don't worry. But now spawn. We said it's similar to generate, right? If something spawns something else, it causes it to happen or to be created. So it is just like generate, produce, give rise to, or start. So that is another word, spawn, just like generate. And now we are left with two words, and these two words occur within the same context, within the same sentence, actually. When we were talking about the scales of storms, we said on this scale, a storm rated 1 is considered minimal while a storm that is rated 5 could be catastrophic. And these are actually our two last words for today's episode, minimal and catastrophic. Let's start with the first one, minimal. M-I-N-I-M-A-L, minimal. Well, something that is minimal is very small in quantity, value, or degree. So when we talk about a storm that is rated 1, well, it's not a very big storm. It is a small storm, a slight storm. It is a storm nonetheless, but it is not going to cause a lot of damage. Maybe it's not even a cause to stay at home. You know, just like you can be outside, but it's not going to be pleasant because it's a storm after all. But if the storm is rated 5, it could be catastrophic. Catastrophic, by the way, is spelled C-A-T-A-S-T-R-O-P-H-I-C. Catastrophic. And when we're talking about catastrophic storms, it's not about staying at home because that might not save you as well. You might need to evacuate. And most of the time, you will have to evacuate and go to a safer place. You will have to evacuate the place because it's very dangerous. 
level five storms are very dangerous. They're catastrophic. What does that mean? Something that is catastrophic involves or causes a sudden and terrible disaster. It's disastrous. It's devastating. So that is the word catastrophic. And with this, we come to the end of the 10 words we talked about today. Let me remind you again. These words were specific, conspiracy, intervene, abnormal, kindred, sustain, generate, spawn, minimal, and catastrophic. I hope you enjoyed learning about typhoons, and I hope you enjoyed learning those 10 new words that we talked about and learned in context. And please don't stop here. Take the link and go to my website, EnglishPlusPodcast.com, where you can practice these words. And you can practice them in so many ways that you will keep them in your permanent active vocabulary bank. Because it's not just about listening to this episode and just forgetting about it. Because if you listen to the episode and forget about it, you will forget about most of these words. But if you practice, I guarantee that you will add these words to your active vocabulary bank. So please take the link, go to my website. I made a custom post for this episode, which includes everything you need to make these words part of your permanent active vocabulary bank. And don't forget about supporting me and this podcast. You will also find the support links in the description of the episode. I will appreciate it and the whole learning community will appreciate it as well. With that being said, that'll be everything for today's episode. I will see you again tomorrow with a new episode. This is your host, Danny. Thank you very much for listening. I will see you next time.